Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Have you had a fitness goal in mind but have no idea where to start? Have you tried to track your macros but feel like they haven't been working for you? Do you want to go into the gym with confidence, with a plan that will actually get you progressing? Well then, the Get Fit in 6 challenge is going to be for you. I'm so excited because this challenge is launching January 6th of 2020 where you can get more guidance when it comes to both your training and nutrition. This challenge is 6 weeks long in duration where you will receive customized macros, custom cardio, a set weight training split that will give you confidence in the gym, and weight training five times a week. You'll have access into my private Facebook community where you can ask unlimited amounts of questions and get connected to both myself and Coach Brielle. We're doing a group coaching call at week three where you'll get even further guidance and be able to connect with the other challengers as well. At week three, you have a private check-in with me where you'll receive progressions to your plan and that's going to look like changes to your macros and cardio. The Get Fit in 6 is a more affordable way to work with a coach without investing in one-on-one coaching. This challenge starts January 6th and I'd love to see you this 2020. If you want more information or to join the challenge, check the link in the description. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. I have Brielle here today, and we are going to be talking about things that need to be left in 2019. So really excited for this topic. It is December. I feel like this was the fastest year of my life, but there's a lot of things that I want to leave here in 2019 and not bring into the new um, 2020 year. So Brielle, welcome. Yeah. Hi, thanks for having me on again. And yeah, I'm excited to chat about this. I feel like, you know, we both have several things that we're like, yeah, that can be left in 2019. And let's move into the new year. Yeah. And you know, we could also like include a couple things that we want to stay or incorporate um, in some goals that we have for ourselves. And, you know, just kind of take it from there. So um, 2019, I feel like was a big pivotal year for both of us in our lives. I mean, you got married and moved across the country uh-huh. and you know, no biggie. This is so casual. Yeah, you know, it, like casual things. <laughs> this year was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you're also were prepping for a couple shows and I know like prep wasn't the easiest for you this year. And you and I both, you know, we went through big moves, big preps, just big, changes in our lives and I think one thing I definitely want to bring into 2020 is going to be journaling that's something that I picked up in 2018 and I think it has been really helpful for me to just take some time to write out my goals write out my intentions for the day and then kind of go about my work day yeah I think journaling is awesome and like going with that like having a morning routine in general I think it's you know definitely something I want to bring with me into 2020 just you know setting your day up you know so you feel successful and you feel you know relaxed I feel like so many people wake up late and they're rushing and they don't even like 
take time to, you know, focus on themselves or do anything for themselves in the morning. And then their day is just all rushed. So I think kind of that goes along with journaling because I know that your morning routine is you also journal. So I think that, you know, goes together. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And I think just having time to establish both a morning routine and a night routine would be beneficial for everyone. I still need to like establish a solid night routine. I know a lot of people are into like skincare and I'll be honest, I'm not, but I would like to incorporate taking care of my skin and all of that fun stuff more in 2020. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we neglect like the nighttime care and the nighttime routines because we're like, all right, it's been a long day. I'm exhausted. Like going to go to bed. But like, that's important too, because that's how you wind down and how you can have a good night's sleep. Because if you're going to bed super stressed and you never allow yourself to actually relax, well, then you're probably going to wake up not like fully rested. And then you're starting your next day stressed. Yeah, absolutely. And plus, it's hard to fall asleep if you're like on your phone super late and plugged in and then you're expecting to just like fall asleep right away. It's not going to happen. Yeah, definitely. So what were some of the biggest diet trends that you saw in 2019 that you don't want to see anymore? Hmm. I'm not sure that I feel like there's any like specific diet trends. Um, I do think a big one has been this intuitive eating. Um, I think that intuitive eating is really just eating. Um, and I think that for this past year, it kind of got termed a lot as like a diet and people are like, oh, how do you intuitively eat? And I feel like that kind of, I don't know, I don't love the, that term because it's just learning to listen to your body and your hunger signals. But I feel like people use intuitive eating as like, a well, my body says I'm hungry, I'm going to eat, even though it's your mind. Does that make sense? You know, mm-hmm. have you seen that too? Um, I never like connected the dots like that for myself. But I think of intuitive eating as again, like, just eat, like think of how you were as a kid. You Mm -hmm. ate when you were hungry and you stopped when you were full. And even if it was like a treat, like I feel like all kids like are really good at listening to their hunger signals, you know, before puberty. Um, And I think a lot of people want to go back to that. But then we are so like emotional. And with you, not just you, but like with most people being adults, we um, will be more lenient when it comes to emotions or stress and like pity ourselves and just be like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I had a bad day so I can have this ice cream because I'm intuitively eating and it's like oh that's not really the thing (laughs) yeah I agree and I think also like separate from intuitive eating I guess like this is gonna I guess kind of a thing more than just 2019 but like if it fits your macros but like not really macro tracking like fitting a bunch of junk into your macros like I feel like people are like oh well it fits my macros but like you and I both stress to our audience and also just our clients in general that like even though you have, you know, these certain amount of macros, you should spend most of them on whole foods. And then you can incorporate some, you know, fun foods or processed foods here and there. But I feel like some people that are new to tracking are like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, incorporate an Oreo. I'm gonna do this. and I'm gonna do that because I can fit them in my macros. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of this myself. I know. And I'm still working on incorporating more whole foods. Like going into 2020, my goal is to bring in more color and variety into my diet. But with me being in prep for so long this year, it was really hard for me to switch up my nutrients without like having digestive issues. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think a lot of people are just like, Oh, like this fits my macro. So I'm just gonna, you know, always plug it in. And then I'm looking at their fiber and they're getting like 10 grams of fiber a day. I'm like, you wonder why you're not going to the bathroom and you feel bloated or tired because you're not 
you're not pooping like you don't feel good so you have to eat vegetables you have to eat fruits um macro tracking isn't an excuse to not do so and although both you and I believe in flexible dieting we are also huge advocates of just nutrition and healthy eating doesn't have to be gross or taste bad I mean I want your food to be flavorful and have fun with it and I think if you are making vegetables and you don't enjoy them you probably aren't preparing them correctly like stop eating steamed broccoli like put some seasonings on there sodium's okay yeah I 100% agree and I think something I want to bring into 2020 with me is just like you know experimenting more in the kitchen and cooking more because I love cooking but I feel like this past year since I was on prep for most of the year I honestly got lazy I got tired I was like I don't even care I know that this food fits my macros it's healthy I enjoy it and it's fast and it's easy and I'm gonna make it and like I didn't care anymore about trying to like explore and make different recipes because honestly I was just exhausted (laughs) I was like nope I'm done but now I feel like I've been having a lot of fun with incorporating different foods and different recipes and trying different things and uh, we also have a ton of like new kitchen gadgets since I just got married so we have an instant pot we have an air fryer we have a blender we have all these things that I want to like experiment with and try new recipes so that's something that's a goal of mine in 2020. Yeah that's a really good goal and I like again like you're just getting your routines with foods and it's like oh like when's the last time I've actually put more effort and thought into this? Mm -hmm, For sure I feel like I for so long was going to the grocery store and buying the same thing always and like which yes it makes it easy because you know what you're buying but then I'm like lately I've been like hey I feel like I want to switch it up I'm kind of tired of that food so and that's okay like you're you're gonna go through phases where you like a food and you don't like a food and where you want to experiment and that's like kind of goes back to healthy eating does not need to be boring like you can make food flavorful and you can try different foods and you can try different seasonings and different sauces and make it taste good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm trying to think of a dieting trend that I've seen a lot this year. I mean, I've seen a lot of like protein enhanced foods, like oh, yeah. protein chips, protein cereal, protein, I don't know, everything. And <laughs> my thing is try to really shoot for getting your protein from like whole food sources like egg whites or yogurt or meats or beans like get your protein from those sources and then focus on these protein enhanced foods kind of you know correlated I almost said collected it makes no (laughs) sense correlated um to flexible dieting I just think a lot of people look at protein bars and go like oh like it fits my macros but it's like okay stop having two to three protein bars a day oh yeah that's a huge one honestly I was thinking about that too I was like I know like a lot of you know some of my clients I've started working with they're like I'm asking them, you know, what's a typical day of food for you? And they're telling me they're eating like two or three different protein things, like either two protein bars and a shake and this and that. And I'm like, that's not good on your digestive system either. Like that much protein is not like from a source that's not like a whole food uh, on your digestive system. And a lot of the protein bars nowadays have a lot of fiber and a lot of sugar alcohols. And once you have a ton of fiber and a ton of sugar alcohols, your digestive system is not going to be so happy anymore. And not that those are bad, but anything in too much can definitely kind of mess things up. Mm -hmm. And just consuming too much protein at once too. It's never going to feel good. Yeah, I agree for sure. Okay. So one other thing, so going back, I'm kind of like flip-flopping between 2019 and then incorporating into 2020. So 2020, I want to, 
allocate more time for rest and recovery and honor my body when it needs rest. This is something that I struggled with in 2019. I mean, I pushed myself so hard this year during my competition prep. And even these past couple of years of my life, I just feel like I haven't spent enough time recovering and resting. And if I'm extra tired this day to not go to the gym and get a massage and take care of myself more, I think this is overlooked by a lot of people where they think they need to just work hard all the time. But I'm here to tell you, like, it's okay to take a, a day or two away. Yeah, that's actually funny that you say that because I was literally just thinking about that before we hopped on this podcast because I actually took this whole weekend off. I took Saturday and Sunday off of the gym and I have not done like two days off in the gym in a row in a very, very long time. And I was just thinking, I was like, wow, like for a long time, I would have, I guess, felt really guilty to take two days off in a row. Um, and I never really allowed myself to recover. And like, even if I didn't want to go to the gym and yes, there's going to be days you don't want to go to the gym, but I mean, like if I really didn't want to go and I was exhausted and my body was telling me not to go, I would go anyways sometimes just because I was like, well, I need to go. Um, I never let or I was on prep. And then that, in that case, you kind of have to go, but, um, I never let my body really, you know, rest and recover. And so this past weekend, you know, I could tell I was really fatigued, you know, my workout on Friday, it was good, but I felt like, you know, I could tell that my body needed rest. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to take Saturday off, which I normally take uh, two days off a week anyways. And so then I took Saturday off. And then, you know, yesterday I was like, I still feel like I got hit by a bus. I need one more day off. And that's okay. Like you said, it's okay to take rest days. You need rest days. Your body needs time to recover. Mm-hmm. And I know like for this upcoming holiday that I won't be by a gym for two of those days because it's um like a beach house that we're getting and there's no gym attached. I'm like, honestly, this is going to be such a good time for me to like fully spend with my loved ones and not in a gym. Like there's so many vacations I've spent like hitting the gym every single day and hitting all of my workouts despite it taking like two hours out of my day plus like driving there and the stress of finding a gym and telling myself like it is okay to miss some workouts like your family and making memories is more important than your physique goals right now. Yeah, I 100% agree with you, like, especially with the holidays coming up, like, I know that there's people that get anxious about missing the gym or taking a day off or this or that. And like, honestly, years from now, you're not going to remember that you took a day off of the gym. What you're going to remember is the memories that you make with your family. And you're not going to be making those memories if you're so preoccupied with, I need to go to the gym. What time is it? When can I go? How am I going to get there? What gym am I going to go to? Like, stop stressing about all that and just realize, you know, taking it a day, two days, three days off is not the end of the world. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So one other thing I've been seeing a lot in 2019 as social media is growing more and the interest in competing seems to be growing more is my advice of you don't need to compete to prove or validate your own fitness journey. So going into 2020, Don't feel like you need to compete to be like your favorite influencer. I use that term very lightly or to prove that, you know, your quote unquote fitness and can get in the quote unquote best shape of your life. Yeah, honestly, that's such a 
bad reason to start prep or competing because you know if you're or like if you're just starting prep because you want to lose weight I feel like that's a thing I've seen a lot lately too is like people are like well you know I want to get in the best shape ever so I'm going to start prep and it's like if you're not happy with where you're at before you even start prep you're gonna have a really really hard time after your show and and so like competing yes it is great and it is fun and it is challenging and rewarding However, you don't have to compete. If you don't want to compete, um, like that's okay. And if you don't, you don't need to do it to validate that you know what you're doing, either as a coach or as just a fitness person. Um, you don't need to validate it for any reason because you can still be in amazing shape and not compete. And trust me, being competition lean is not really impressive like yes it looks good it looks cool or whatever but you're not going to have any energy to actually like be able to do anything on your social media I liked the fact that you mentioned like if you're a coach don't feel the need to compete and I've also struggled with this you know like looking like you're the part or Mm -hmm. I, I hate that phrase so much because yeah like you're super lean but you don't need abs to like show your knowledge Um, if I need to prove my worth as a coach I just need to look at all the testimonials and lives I've changed or go into our Facebook group Mm -hmm. Um, I don't need to look in the mirror at myself I know how to get myself lean and I've done it multiple times in my life Um, but if you are you know a coach don't feel the need to step on stage if you feel burnt out if you're tired if you're wanting to grow your business like that is absolutely okay and awesome and Going into 2020, I'm incorporating, you know, not prepping for a whole calendar of my life, like calendar year of my life. And I've never done that before, Um, but I'm really excited for it because, again, like I've never done it since 2014. So that will be definitely different for me. Yeah, I know that you and I have both like mentioned that a goal of ours in 2020 is to not compete. And that sounds weird because I feel like some people are like, isn't your goal to compete? And we're like, nope, our goal is to not step on stage. And we have like a pact that we're not going to do it. <laughs> so we just realize that we need to allow that time for not only our body to recover, but like our mind to be able to focus on other things and not focus always on, you know, how do I look and am I ready for my competition and what do I weigh and what are my macros and what is this you know like there's a time and a place for that and I don't feel like that is where I'm at right now yeah I mean you're just moving into your first home too right in 2020 yeah yeah I mean wow this past year this has been a craziest year of my entire life I think like a million things have happened this year which are all great things but also like huge things and like I feel like I never allowed myself the time to really soak it in because I was so caught up in prep and like that's on me I mean and I am I'm happy that I did prep this year because I learned so much from it sorry if you hear my dog in the background whining by the way (laughs) um yeah I just realized that you might be able to hear her um but I you know I'm happy that I did compete I learned a lot But I also am taking this time now to, you know, enjoy being a new wife and enjoy moving, you know, across the country and exploring where I live now and moving to my first home and, you know, just growing as a coach as well. Like, I want to be, you know, the best coach that I can be for my clients. And I really think that taking the time off and time away from the stage will allow me to do that because I, I want to set a good example for my clients too. Like, and most of, you know, most of my clients are lifestyle clients. And so they can't relate to me when I'm on prep, 
majority of your audience, of anybody's audience, to be honest, doesn't compete because there's a very small amount of people that compete. So if you're if you're competing just to get your business where you want it, people people like to follow you during prep, but they cannot relate and connect with you because you are on the extreme, and then they feel like they would have to do that. And so I, I know I'm getting away tangent here, no, I <laughs> but, like but I just feel like you know, you're not as relatable once you're in competition prep. It's impressive. Yes. But I want to be relatable. And I want to show, you know, my clients that I go through struggles too. You know, I am not perfect. And I'm trying to figure out what my balance is still. And I'm trying to help my clients find their balance. And so I want to show them, you know, taking that time away from the stage and for allowing myself to find balance will help me as a coach to help my clients find balance. Yeah, I really love all that. And I think it's so important to, again, like realize the competitive space is so small. Like if you're in that world, it feels like everybody's doing it. And this is like Mm -hmm. everything, like everyone on social media and it comes down to like, who are you following? And you know, going into 2020, I'm going to take some time to unfollow some accounts and people who I don't feel like are serving me positively. Um, And that's probably going to be some competitors too, that I feel like are, using competing to cover some sort of disorder I'm gonna just say what it is yeah Um, I don't want that in my life anymore I don't want to see that so I think realizing that the majority of your clientele relates to you when you are outside of it is really rewarding um I recently like this past month I don't know what it is but I've gotten so many like dms and messages and even on that coaching call yesterday had a client tell me like I like you so much better right now. Like you have so much energy. (laughs) You seem so happy and strong. And I was like, what in the hell? Like (laughs) I didn't even realize if I was different a couple months ago, like even me looking back, I I don't realize if I was any different. I don't think I was, but I don't know because I'm super, you know, subjective with myself. I'm a human being. So um, realizing that my clients now are getting the best version of me is making me really happy and validating that I need to take that time off. And going into 2020, I mean, there's going to be a lot of life changes. I want to purchase my first home and I've never done any of that. So that's going to take a lot of time and research and all of that fun stuff. And I do want to get into real estate. So that's going to be a goal of mine for these next few years of my life is to expand my business more there. And, um, that excites me, but it's also, you know, really scary and takes a lot of mental power. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, everything you said is awesome because we're able to be the best version of ourselves and focus on ourselves because I feel like in prep, even though it is pretty much kind of a selfish thing, I feel like you can't totally focus on yourself because you're so busy focusing on, you know, I guess the outside of yourself that you can't work on the inside. And I'm really excited for us both to be able to have the opportunity to take this year to work on things that we want to work on either, you know, with how we feel and how we are, but also just like what we do on our day-to-day basis, you know, business and, you know, how we interact with people and our clients and our relationships and, you know, family. And like you said, like trying to get into real estate for you and like adventuring, like outside of finding you know ourselves besides just competing yeah absolutely and you know it's interesting um this with competing I feel like you travel a lot but I do want to travel in 2020 and just have it be more for like just fun and for experience 
Um, I do want to travel to Nashville and yes. meet you. I was going to say, we need to travel to each other. You guys don't even realize that Brielle and I haven't even met each other. We're just, <laughs> we're just Bumble buddies. You know, we yeah. met through Tinder. No, I'm just um, we met through Instagram, which I feel like my closest relationships in my life I've met through Instagram. But I think it'd be fun to just travel and go places I've never been to before. I've always heard really good things of like Nashville, but I want to go back out to California. Um, I know you're there a lot just because mm-hmm. of family, but I just want to see more places. And I actually was referring back to my journal towards the beginning of this year of like when I initially made some goals for 2019. And one of my goals was to travel to Hawaii, which mm-hmm. I'm like, that's ballsy. Um, <laughs> never did that. The year's but- not up. <laughs> book a flight tomorrow right <laughs> I just I'm like I need some write-offs no I'm just kidding um, <laughs> it's for business no <laughs> like what are you doing in Hawaii for business <laughs> trying to explain to my CPA I'm like I'm just trying to get really good beach pictures he's like you live in Florida oh um, gosh oh I wish no I think for my 25th birthday I would like to go there though I think that's still a good goal to have because it's always been like a um kind of like a bucket list thing yeah you definitely have to go to Hawaii I mean we went to Hawaii this year for our honeymoon but I got a root canal halfway through our honeymoon which I think I told you about so I definitely want to go back to Hawaii but from you know the part of Hawaii that we did see it was beautiful and amazing and you definitely need to go and it'll feel really cool to to like be there and know that that like was one of your goals and be like yep I made it happen I did it and then you could enjoy it yeah absolutely couldn't agree more um, okay, let's talk about like fun stuff, maybe not super serious life or like fitness, but like, is there anything more fun that you want to incorporate in 2020? Um, related to fitness or kind of just anything? Just anything. It could be uh, simple, like, um, I don't know, like a new hobby or something like that. I guess I have a few things. One is that recently I started going to a hot yoga place which I've never been a yoga person. Um, I guess a yogi. Um, clearly, you can tell I'm not a yoga person. <laughs> that was like... Um, yep. Different. <laughs> yep. That explains my extent of knowledge. Um, but anyways, I've been going like once a week with a friend I made out here. And um, I definitely want to take that into the new year. It's fun to just, you know, do something different outside of weightlifting. I mean, trust me, I'm still going to be in the gym all the time. I love the gym. It is my like favorite thing. But it's nice to branch out and try new things as well. Um, so that's one thing that's kind of random. And then another thing is I want to focus more on wearing clo- like normal people clothes, like not so much just fitness clothes all the time. <laughs> like I love fashion and I never, I feel like actually express like how much I love fashion because I'm always in gym clothes. Um, so I think that that's, and I always buy gym clothes. So I think that that's one of my things is like, I want to start buying, I guess, normal people clothes and, like, get my fashion game up. I really like those. I mean, one of mine was fashion-related, but I want to get back to, like, doing my, like, makeup-type videos on YouTube. You should. I used to do that all the time, but it really is really, like, time-consuming, but I just wanted to get, like, a solid intro down and just... um maybe like a nice backdrop and stuff. But I think it'd be really fun for me to get back into that sort of creative outlook. Um, Plus makeup is just fun for me. So doing more of that and sharing that. And then of course, just 
wearing normal people clothes like <laughs> I love fitness but sometimes I just feel like I'm bumming it all the time and it doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel my best yeah I agree with you I think you know putting on makeup and dressing like I guess dressing up as a normal people clothes um there's something about it that makes you feel like more professional and like you're like I don't know because like we both work from home we could just sit in our pajamas all day but we don't <laughs> but like I don't know I think that having that to also like express your yourself is cool too and like and I think that's why you like makeup so much and I like makeup it's like it's almost kind of therapeutic and like creative and artsy to do it as well so mm-hmm. I think you definitely should start like your YouTube channel with makeup and stuff and something that I'm thinking and I think that you could do is like once you get your house you could make like one of the rooms be like your I guess YouTube room or like your um I guess your office but also like a filming room and so I'm thinking about doing something like that like making it be an office and then having a backdrop for when I want to like record things you know and, and different topics on whatever um so I think that's something you could do you could like make a really cute little um room and you could set up like a recording station and everything for that mm-hmm. I totally agree it was interesting because I was like looking at these townhomes and I like went into one of the bedrooms and Jake was with me I'm like oh there's such good lighting in here he's like what are you talking about yeah <laughs> like you know for like recording videos and stuff yeah like, okay. I know yeah when we were looking at home I was like yep this is gonna be my office and DJ's like okay and he, um, he was like can I join you there and, and like have an office set up too and I was like uh we'll see maybe you're gonna have the bonus room <laughs> so yeah yeah no, I can't really work next to someone. It's too distracting. Yeah. Well, he and mainly he works, you know, at work. He's not home much. So it'd mainly be my office. But the reason I told him, I was like, eh, I don't know. Is I kind of want to make it like girly like. And like the rest of my house has like a theme because I like love home decor and it's kind of like farmhouse like. And I want my office to be like girly. The one room that I can like have not, I guess some pink, but I'm not talking like total girly pink but I'm just saying like be able to express my girly side if that makes sense yeah I know I totally get it I know like this was the first time in my life that I've ever lived alone and like as a girl I'm like I'm gonna get a white Christmas tree and make it super girly and my comforter has pink on it and I'm not that kind of girl but I'm like when's the next time in my life that I'll ever be able to have pink and I like live with a significant other like that's not going to happen yeah exactly except for when you have an office because you can do the same thing I'm gonna do and make it your like office beauty room exactly no I think that's a good idea we'll have to share our our, our, I cannot talk our ideas with each other yeah definitely so one other thing too for 2020 is I want to post more podcasts on beyond the bikini radio I've grown it from 2018 but I still want to post like three times a week consistently um and then just like experiment more with like more professional audio um that's another thing that I debated like having in this like room is having a more professional mic and like headphones and all that fun stuff I mostly just record podcasts from my phone or like a microphone that I got off of Amazon but I know I can improve the quality a lot more yeah, honestly, though, when I listen to the podcast and I listen to them back, like, it sounds really good. Like, I, because I listen, you know, to different podcasts, and um, you can hardly even tell if somebody's using, like, a mic and, like, headphones and stuff, but I do think that there's something about, like, having a mic and headphones that kind of puts you in that, like, podcast creative mode, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know? it just makes you, like, take it more seriously. It's just, again, like, going back to, like, dressing up for the day just, like, makes you feel better, so, like, if you 
have that sort of setup, it's like, okay, I'm here to like do a job. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I think in 2020, we should make a goal that we record a podcast like once a week or something like that. Because I feel like right now we're probably doing it maybe like once every other week or something. But I feel like we can just keep making a list of topics and then record more often and then keep, you know, asking people like, hey, what topics do you guys want to see from us? Because I don't know, I love uh, recording these um, podcast episodes with you. And I'm sure, you know, people enjoy listening to them. Um, yeah, for sure. And I love, you know, like, guys, when you have questions, like tag us, let us know, because we will cover episodes on it. That's what we want. And if you do enjoy listening, feel free to share the podcast and tag us both in it. Yeah. Um, we love seeing that you enjoy the episodes as well. Yeah, we like to be able to, you know, share it too. And so like, if you tag us, we'll share um, your post and everything. And also like, you know, if we touch on something in a podcast, and you're like, Oh, I wish they went more in depth on that. Like, you know, message us or tag us and like write a caption or something like, Hey, can you talk more about, you know, X, Y, and Z? I, I liked it, but I want more on it. And then ask specific questions. And we're happy to record another episode. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, definitely excited for 2020. Do you have any like New Year's Day plans at all? Are you going home? See your family? Um, no, so we'll be in Wisconsin for Christmas and then we get back. That's where my mom's family is from. We get back, I think like the 28th or something. And we were talking about like, oh, what should we do for New Year's? And, um, not New Year's, but the second is actually DJ and I's, um, three year anniversary, not our like actual wedding anniversary, but like our, our anniversary. So we're going to do something, but I'm not really sure what so I don't know we don't have specific plans to be honest we'll probably just stay in on New Year's Eve just because everywhere is crazy packed and expensive and you know getting an Uber anywhere is ridiculous so we'll probably celebrate it I don't know like the day after yeah that's that's definitely true I think um Jake and I will probably just go down by some water like downtown Tampa and um I think they're doing like some sort of like parade but I just prefer like if I'm if I do have a couple of drinks to just be at home because it can be dangerous. Yeah. I mean, just there's so many people out on New Year's Eve and like, I think, was it like two years ago we spent New Year's Eve here I'm at like a huge hotel that's in Nashville area. And we were like, <laughs> it's a funny story. We were going to go to this um, big, I don't know. They had some New Year's Eve gala at this hotel or whatever. And my husband and I are not big drinkers and we like drank like two or three drinks and we went back to the hotel room because we forgot something. We literally fell asleep <laughs> and we missed the whole entire event. So <laughs> that just goes to show that we should probably just stay home. Yeah. No, I don't feel <laughs> I, it's funny. Cause like, I'm not, I mean, we're like early twenties, but like, I swear I just feel way older and, oh, me too. and I'm like, Oh, it's going to be dangerous out. Like, <laughs> Gotta be safe. I'm like, it's my dog. We're like grandmas at heart. And I think that's why we like connect so well. It's kind of like, you know, we're homebodies, but we're also more introverted extroverts. But like, you know, 10 p.m. is our bedtime. We're 20 going on 50. For real. <laughs> but all right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and let us know what your goals are for 2020. Don't forget to tag us so we can see it. And we will see you guys in the next one. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, 
Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it, and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener, and keep on listening.